Trending news right now. At two minutes past four, let's uh, take a look at what's happened in social media in the last uh, 24 hours, uh, specifically Twitter. And joining us is Ade Kunle Owolabi, who is a social commentator from the UAE. Ade, Kedu. Hi, Sandra. Um, morning. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. I had a nice long break and then I'm back and fresh, well, as fresh as you can be in this uh, time of the morning. <laughs> so it's great to be back good and great to back. chat to you again. Um, l- let's go. Back. Let's go. Thanks. Let's go straight to it. Hashtag Cotton Fest. Let's start there. 2020. This uh, music concert, uh, which took place over the weekend, and it's still at the top of the trends, and people are still talking about this, and they seem to be happy about most of the performances. We saw AKA, we saw Dales there. We saw Caspar Njovest, even Squatter Camp, some old school people, Cuesta there, and all of that. But let's talk about the organizers first of all, and then we'll come back to the performances. In terms of reporting that they're planning to expand the festival, it's already merging fashion and music. What else do you think they could look at in terms of adding, if they're saying they want to expand the festival? I think it's a good idea for uh, it's actually good to, for the event to have happened and the turnout and support from the industry is quite amazing and uh, I think in terms of they planning to take it maybe Cape Town or Durban I think they should actually look at taking it outside South Africa and um, knowing the influence of uh, Ricky Rick this is actually memory of him I can imagine him looking down on everyone, seeing how beautiful the evening was, I think they could actually look at taking a cross in Danzi and even taking it beyond the continent. It would really be a good um, good opportunity, actually, because um, it's got a huge following, and it is it's not just known in South Africa. And I, I think I remember when it passed on, there were so many um, tributes pouring from even in diaspora, in, in the United Kingdom, in mm. Europe, and even in Nigeria, people were actually following him, and he's, he's known for his humility, his sense of fashion, and just his uniqueness as well for, for, for being himself. I think there's a lot of things they could consider. Yeah, that's great. I mean, when, when you think of it's the third edition and they've grown as much as they have, it's great to see. Co-founded, as you say, by the late Ricky Rick, uh, as well as Alan Ferrier, and, uh, yeah, I think that would be great to take it to the rest of the continent and the world. And it's it's great to see them growing. They do something great, especially because they're focusing on young uh, black talent. So uh, we're happy to hear the reports of the plans to expand. Performances, uh, mostly they were happy, the trips about them. But there's one particular one that they were not so happy about or they were talking about in terms of questioning. A. Reese took to the stage and then had to abruptly move or uh, leave the stage. What happened there? I, I think at the time, it, it was a bit of drama that happened when uh, the fans were actually were actually waited to, to see Aries perform. And, and according to, um, to the organizers, um, because there were a lot of speculation, some were saying maybe the cops arrived, maybe... Um, this was done on purpose, and and interestingly, um, this was it was actually cut off because it was out of time. And knowing that they had a time schedule for for, for his appearance, for his performance or appearance, and and he needed to, he didn't stick to that time. And of course, it, it actually made the event for the for the for, for the evening, and people were not happy. 
they wanted to extend it, they wanted to have more of him, and but that didn't happen. And they had to stick to to the protocol. They had to stick to the uh, to the to the procedure because they had allocated a certain amount of time to him, which he had actually overused, and that was why it happened. But the, the Twitter fans were not happy. They were really disappointed, and there were just so many messages. Uh, and, and in fact, I think it actually uh, it, it shouldn't have gone that way, knowing that. They, they actually doing this in, in memory of Rick Rick, and I think that that point in time, and people were felt so disrespectful for Aries, knowing how his relationship was with Rick Rick, and all of it. They even said if he was alive, he would have made him pay longer, but this is not about that. It's actually about sticking to, to time, and yeah. I didn't think this was best and, I mean, you have to. You, you just have to be organized in these kinds of things. I mean, yes, it is a concert. Yes, there is the backdrop of the co-founder having passed on, and people are still, uh, you know, in their feels about that. But a publicist for Cotton Fest uh, did say that he was aware, Aries, of time constraints. So was Twitter being theatrical then in their responses? I mean, we know there's protocol to these performances in any event that's media-related. There's time constraints. I mean, some people even being touched and being upset, as you say, about A. Reese's uh, mic or uh, his performances being cut. He knew that his set was over. Uh, absolutely. He, he, was, he was very much aware of it. And, and I think, besides from that, I think everyone had a good time. It was, it was a still thing. It was, uh, the, the, the night was just, uh, the turnout was great. Uh, it, was, it was actually a memorable evening. And I think everyone should, um, you know, it, it's something that, you know, we would like to see more and more happen. And um, it was, the turnout should, should just keep increasing and we should not um, um, go, go tired of it. I think one of the things was actually really interesting. There were a lot of memes that were showing about Aries somewhere in support. Some were actually not in support of him saying he should have actually, uh, you know, stopped at the time and, and not really... Um, it shouldn't have happened. We should have actually maintained the protocol and, and you know, we wouldn't have been any drama sort of things like that. Okay, well, there were uh, tributes to the late Ricky Rick from some performances, a.k.a. did a shout-out, Casper Vest also, uh, and everybody did that. That was, I guess, what would be expected. Yes, absolutely, Asanda. It, it was, it, uh, it was actually, I can, I can imagine the, um, uh, the, the, the love was just amazing, the experience, the turnout. It's just amazing, and uh, we would love to see more of this happening in Nzanzi. Let's talk uh, hashtag Mpo Wa Badimo now, and uh, congratulations have gone out to her. She's the, first of all, congratulations because she won the reality show Big Brother SA. And uh, she has been keeping Twitter abuzz after she participated at the hashtag Ancestors Day. As far as I know, this day is earmarked for 8 May. So what was actually happening here? Yeah, this, this, that was uh, like a, a media briefing. Uh, um, I think I think it's a good thing that um, Castle Mixed Arts is actually doing this, and the turnout, um, the, the the response rather, not turnout, the response. Excuse me, the pattern. It was actually, you know, the response was actually great, and I think that's also good to have actually um, gotten Paul to be part of it as well, and and knowing that she's an she's um, uh, an Atangoma. And also, I mean, the, the Sangoma initiation is also been a bit trendy lately, and people are actually connecting to it. And this, uh, the idea of marking 8th of May as the ancestors day, the campaign is in the uh, it's in partnership with the Congress of uh, Traditional Leaders in South Africa.
and not to look at the, the, the partners and the, the co-attendants uh, at the event, everyone is relaxed, but people stood up and knowing that she just won Big Brother Africa, and uh, Big Brother South Africa, rather, and um, the, the fans couldn't help but just, you know, say, show their love to her, commenting about um, how she's growing, her work, how their sisters are actually looking after her. Of course, she had actually taken her sisters for letting her win the uh, the, the ultimate prize. So it's, it's actually the Twitter was really buzzing and looking at, and I'm sure they're probably going to be looking at um, what is going to happen. It's, it's set a good anticipation for the 8th of May, and um, I think we should see more of her. And I hope, you know, as you say, we should see more of that and we should see also more of others who are not necessarily traditional healers or in that space also uh, being congratulated for or, or, or talked about for being part of this day. I mean, it's a day that celebrates and honors African spirituality. And as Africans, we are all uh, spiritual, not just the traditional healers or sangomas. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and uh, it's, it's actually, it's uh, you know, in, in, in some way, it, it is actually what it is, and then everyone have, will be able to connect with it. And it's just something that it's also sort of new, um, getting to see uh, a brand like Castle actually um, going to the roots and trying to, to connect um, African people to their roots. Uh, I think it's actually quite commendable, I would say, and um, it's also good uh, marketing as well. As we say, earmarked for 8 May is this Ancestors Day. May is also where Africa Day falls into. Uh, let's uh, make that connection. Yes, it's, a, it's actually a good one. And mm. uh, Africa Day is around the corner, and there's Ancestors Day. And I mean, with, uh, I think, sort to digress with the, um, with the bit of tension happening about the Dula and all of that, the need for African reconciliation and all sorts of things. I think sort of it's actually good. It's a good timing. We could all connect. We could all um, have a conversation and and, and embrace our ancestry, uh, heritage, and um, and all of that. So I think it's a good thing, and uh, we can hope if it turns out well. And we, I mean, so far we see the turnout is actually quite the reception is quite good, and then we can only just uh, keep our fingers crossed uh, to see more. Uh, more reaction, positive reaction, hopefully, and, and yeah, it goes. Yeah, it is also a partnership, this Ancestors Day, uh, with the Congress of Traditional Leaders having partnered with the Castle Milk Stout, that beer brand. Can one commercialize such a day? I mean, this Ancestors Day, I know it, it's still pretty new, so it does need support in terms of funding, but I just wonder what that will mean when we commercialize it and, and partner it with a, uh, a product. I think one. I think one. Thing, because um, I'm coming. I'm not entirely sure the Alpha Castle wants to take this, and and I think uh, it is something that um, is already getting um, traction. And considering the tweet and the, the reaction from it, and and I think it's something that um, everyone should actually um, not just drinking the beer, but also to actually uh, really actually embracing their. Their roots and 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 their, their ancestors, and as they say, of course, this, these are uh, practices that vary from different backgrounds. I'm sure the Zulus do theirs differently, the Tsutana do theirs differently, the Shikendas different, and the Tosas as well. They do that differently. So you have to find ways of you know coming together, find a common ground, and and this is the time to to take a few steps back 
and 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 and, and embrace uh, our heritage and our heritage. They are, you know, maybe we have heritage there now. We have others as well. So it's interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, talking with uh, South Africa or South African news, a South African uh, who's Elon Musk. Well, he's not on our shores anymore, but we know he's from here. So he's uh, taken over social media company Twitter, and the board has accepted a buyout deal from uh, him. And uh, the deal is worth forty-four billion US dollars. That's that's a good thing. A lot, a lot of money, and and, and I'm not surprised that he was able to do that. And he's got his mind on it. And I think at some point, um, some of the shareholders were hesitant to 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 sell. And and with the offering of fifty-four US dollars per share, which is quite quite a lot uh, more than what it's worth at that point and I think they wouldn't receive that. And another interesting thing about what he's doing is knowing the the, the the kind of man that he is, he's making some changes to Twitter which we find it really, really interesting and 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 um and I can only hope um what is going to happen to Twitter? What should we expect? And how do we begin to use Twitter differently? And and that's one of the things people are asking. It's some people saying that they've never been to Twitter in a long time. So now they have the news they back on Twitter. And and then it's, it's quite a it's a beautiful story, I would say. And uh, and then knowing what is done with Tesla and the six X and now it's Twitter. And uh, you can I mean what's next after Twitter? You know. Yeah. It's quite a quite interesting story. Well, he had, I mean, already taken a major stake on Twitter. Was this inevitable? I mean, after we heard the news of him taking over ten percent. Yes, it, I mean, it's all, it's all going to happen. It, it's a, it's it's someone that is so determined, and he he, he knows what he wants, and he sees the potential in, in Twitter, and he's been vocal about it. And he, like for an example, he was taking the code on Twitter to open source and which is something that a lot of people are not open to and and this is also going to get a lot of developers to get onto it and make Twitter better. And also he is also trying to make Twitter to have to have that freedom to express themselves of course, including the edit button which he has actually asked in the in a tweet in the in the, in the recent time and there's so many changes that I, you know, that it's actually quite um, interesting to see why he's doing this. And obviously, he's taking Twitter private. And how, you know, this is something that you would expect him to want to monetize Twitter. Of course, he will disclose the business side of things as time goes on. But taking Twitter private is also something that you would not have expected. Like, why is he doing that? And he really wants to have ownership and control, and not control in that sense, but he wants to be able to uh, actualize his vision for Twitter by taking it private. The board had previously not wanted Musk uh, to take over. They've that, uh, obviously subsequently changed their mind if they've, as they've agreed to the sale. Is it about stockholders, or is it about, as you say, what he wants to bring, uh, the change that he wants to bring about Twitter when he talks of free speech? Is it about free speech or is it about the stocks, the stockholders, that this decision has been made in your view? I think it's, I think it's more about the, the free speech. And he had a tweet that he shared um, yesterday and, and it was about saying even his, his biggest critique uh, 
on Twitter. I mean, wants them to be able to, and so that is the beauty of um, democracy and knowing that uh, they can all cooperate and everyone can be, be free and 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 be themselves. And and also, you also want to get rid of this, the the votes that are being used on Twitter as well. You want you want to authenticate. Uh, you want to be able to defeat spam votes and also teaching uh, humans as well, and be a part of the tech, um, um, more like a tech uh, methods on how they've been using authentication on Twitter. So he's bringing quite um, something totally different to, to what Twitter used to be. Of course, Twitter has always been that platform where people engage, where people share opinions, where people discuss any topics, and, and, and he wants to build on that and, and, and take it to the next level. Let's uh, talk uh, multi-award winner uh, Zahara, uh, who is a musician who's continuing to trend. This is after six of her summer awards. Her trophies were stolen from her home during the time that she was away during Easter weekend. And there was an intruder that uh, reportedly took the trophies in her home in Ruadaport last week. That was, that was a, quite a, not a good story. Um, and I mean... This is just, and she said these things, and she has also explained that the doors were locked and there were no sign of forced entry and and all, and she just, even not sure, she's just pleading that whoever has the award to bring them back, even if they had to leave them by a doorstep, and she's really pleading, and this award means a lot to her. And what we can only, we don't entirely know, who could it be? Is it someone that knows her? Is it, and she said not, nothing else were taken from the house and from the property was only their work. And this is just something that we're not entirely sure. Is it someone that is close to her? Is it someone that, um, that knows she's got them? Someone that probably knows how to get into the property. And, it, it, and uh, also, we... We, and it's just something that you, it just never happened. Like, we've never had such stories of um, legendary musicians getting their awards taken from their homes. I mean, what does this work? And if someone, can someone sell them? And what, what does, is it someone trying to punish her for something? What could this mean? These are questions that have been asked on Twitter. So very many, many questions, as you say. It makes no sense that if it was a real robbery, nothing else gets taken except the uh, six trophies, but also, how does one steal these six trophies? Uh, are they not engraved with the categories and the year of those awards? I mean, if we look back at their records, then we'll know who those awards belong to. They should have the name of the category there and the year, even if they don't have Zahara's name. And we'll know that they belong to Zahara because we watched the Summers or at least reported on the Summers. What could this person possibly do with these trophies? Um, I don't think there's much that the, the person can do with them, and because they can they can be sold, and 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 because they don't really I do not know exactly what value they will bring to anyone, and it's just something that it's just um, it's just really um, strange that these things happened uh, to, to her. And it, it just it's just very um, unfortunate that it, it it happened, but it doesn't. I don't know exactly because it is not something that you can actually sell uh, for monetary value. I think it could be something that someone might want to um, put prove something to her, and it, I, I, I'm beginning to think it could be something personal 
between her and someone that she might not know or she knows that she's not uh, not declaring. So if there is more that is, uh, I think so she also has also opened a case, and hopefully maybe the South African police can also help her in, in finding uh, this award. As you mentioned, the South African police, I wonder if this is not yet another test in terms of their ability to uh, deliver when it comes to solving cases. This <laughs> She opened a case at the only due police station. And uh, I, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, we've got, uh, we've got the president to, to deal with, and uh, we need resources there. And, and I'm not entirely sure how quick this is going to be, but um, people are tweeting that um, they are glad that she's safe. Um, uh, records uh, in, in in the memories of uh, on their memories and, and and not their word and they were also tweets that these are thugs that uh, went to to Zara's home to 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 steal this because she wasn't around and no one saw anyone so there wasn't any eyewitness that saw people going to the property to steal this award so so I'm not entirely sure what people are tweeting because she hadn't no one had said. Um, describe the people that went into the home, uh, but um, we're not sure if it's one person or if it's more people. Uh, of course, six awards, I don't know, one person can can lead them, but I'm not sure how heavy they, they are. But um, it is just really strange. She stays in a, in a gated community, and um, I think they could be looking at that to see who was on the property and all sorts of like that. I think uh, hopefully the police can find clues on how to get them. Yeah, it does seem personal, as you are, you know, saying that some trips are alluding to or pointing fingers on that part of things. An entertainment blogger uh, also taking it as something personal, accusing DJ Swoo. DJ Swoo, of course, we know as the man who's worked with Zahara in her career, I think launched her or helped launch her career and that relationship there, having some gray areas at some uh, some moments. So this entertainment blogger accusing DJ Spoo of sending his friends to steal the trophies. What do you make of that? And of course, uh, DJ Spoo has subsequently threatened to sue this entertainment blogger for these accusations. Yes, um, we were in the we in the era of um, uh, everyone is a publisher, everyone is blogging because of the internet. So I think the internet has made everyone a journalist, and um, so we've been seeing a rise of. Uh, blogging and unverified stories being being thrown around, the, of course, on social media. And this is one of those where people would make something up uh, for clicks and um, to get um, unnecessary attention. I do not think um, Zara had not said that about this boo, and I do not know where anyone could have actually um, made something of that nature up. Of course, they might have their issues, but um, accusing the Yudhubu of winning the award, of what benefit would it, would it give to him? And that's just the thing. I don't think it makes sense. And I think the Yudhubu is right to pull it, to see whoever the person is, and because this is just, uh, it's just a uh, fact, and um, it's, it's unnecessary. Um, it, it needs to be dealt with, I would say. And it's not, it's, it, you can't just uh, make such allegations against someone and, and for weeks and all that. So I think we should disregard it. All right. I think we're going to leave it there for now. Uh, very interesting. I think I'm getting images of the CSI guys coming into the scene and taking over and, and trying to find out what happened. I hope it is a bad prank. Because it really doesn't make sense. I don't think it would be a robbery at this stage. 
And I'm just wondering if it is something personal, as you say, this is a, an area that's gated that she lives in and uh, only somebody who knows her uh, personally would know where to go for these uh, particular, um, you know, trophies and they didn't take anything else. Lots of questions around this. And, and um, yeah, I guess also the question of our reporting uh, of unverified uh, information and what that should happen in terms of that entertainment blogger. Should it be discovered that they are falsely accusing DJ Spoo? And also what would be in it for DJ Spoo to send people to steal these trophies? I'm not, I don't know. This is just, I hope it's a joke and a bad one. I hope so too, and I, I've seen quite quite a lot of um, unverified blogs, and that are actually um, reposting the news. And I wonder how many these good is pursue because there are more than six, seven of them that are actually reported the story. And I think it's actually wrong, and um, we need to bring we need to sanitize the social media often and get and be able to find how to address. Um, fake news and news that are just being thrown around. Um, uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's just unnecessary. And um, I mean, if, if the police need to do their work, Zara needs to, needs to talk to the police and, and look in what could it be in a circle. It has to be someone who knows her, who knows how to the property, who knows where their work are. And if someone is going to get to her personally, they should just need to um, look inward and, um, and and talk to the police and so that they can find uh, a trophy back for her. Yeah, and I know I said let's end it there, but I'm just thinking now, just finally, if these awards were not recovered or these trophies, is it possible then for the Summers to issue other copies to her, Zahara? Um, I'm not entirely sure because they did uh, they did uh, make a comment and they also did it that they are what, um, the topic should be returned to her. I'm not entirely sure how they work. And, and um, it, I mean, it, it, most of the time, this award are usually, um, because many of the time that the award were, were actually, uh, when she won this award, uh, it's been quite a while, and they've, I'm not sure they can have a replica of it. If they do have it, I'm sure they might um, try to see how that can happen. But of course, it will not be like the actual award that she won. And she will still want the particular award back. And they're much, they're, they're, it's an emotional thing, and, and they really mean a lot to her. And um, and um, I hope they can actually bring it. And whoever took them knows how much she cherished them. And I think that's one reason why they went for them. Yeah, and I mean, of course, it would cost the Summers to have to now make them again for her. But I just wonder what would happen if that is a contingency that's considered, I mean, even just across the board with all uh, awards and trophies that what happens when they lost? Are you able to issue another one to the recipient? Uh, It's an interesting one to think of. Anyway. Let's leave it there for real, for real this time. (laughs) We don't have time anymore. (laughs) Thanks again for joining us. Catch you for Ade. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. Till next right. time. Adi Kunle Owalabi joining us from the UAE. They're talking trending news here on SFM Sound Awake. Our time now, 29 minutes past four.